Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hi everyone and welcome to the Cognitive Recalibration Podcast. As always, I'm your host Shravan. We have Torrin here with us. Hey everyone. This is a special episode. We're going to be talking about Terminator Dark Fate, but you're also going to witness a primary school reunion. <laughs> we have a special guest with us. His name is Brian Sherlock. Uh, welcome. Hey, hey. Brian and I went to school together a long time ago in the 90s. We were typical nerdy kids. We used to play Nintendo and we were into Pokemon. And, I think and nothing's time, changed. <laughs> nothing has changed. Yeah, we still do the same thing. We were just saying last time we met, I think it was... 18, 19 years ago? About 19 years ago. Yeah. And so a long time ago. And we just happened to, I think you contacted me on Facebook just I, randomly. Yeah, and, yeah. I, was, um, I was talking to another primary school friend and we, your name came up and thought, let's give it a shot, see if we find, see if we find yeah. him. And yeah. But now later you rep- replied, yes. Yeah, because I remember you. I remember <laughs> you very clearly. I just hadn't had contact with yeah. you for many, many years. But yeah. um, now it's good good that you got in contact yeah. and because um, now, now we keep in touch. Yeah. yeah. A little bit about you before we jump into Terminator Dark Fate. So I remember from our childhood, you were incredibly talented and artistic. You're a left-hander. Yeah. I remember still very clear. You were very good at drawing. Yeah. I think you still do that stuff now. Some, I was. I've, I can still do it, yes. Just um, you said the passion sort of worn out a little bit. So I'm, I want to get back into it definitely. Just, just need to, that motivation. Yeah. And you're a writer now. Yes, I do. Like, I do enjoy my creative writing. I've had a, cu- a couple of things published. So back in TAFE when I did my creative writing course, then this year I had another short story published in London with the new accelerator. So that was my first paid so that's gig. Vicious, <laughs> vicious, yes, yes, with um binary spelling to it. Yeah, with your permission, I can link that in our podcast. You're well. welcome to. Yes, yes, yeah. Um, because it'd be good for yeah our listeners to yeah. look at your because it looks very interesting. Can you tell yeah. us a bit about the story itself? A couple of years ago, I was doing my night class with a night writing class. And the thing is, you write a story, you bring it for workshop, part of the experience. So prior to my workshop, I came across a video of um that another girl from primary school posted about a Tiamat Legion Medusa, the dragon lady. Actually, a man in Texas who identifies as a female dragon had went through a sort of sex change and has been tattooed and body modified to resemble a dragon. So she has a very strong following on the Facebook and that YouTube. But it sort of, at the start, I was a little freaked out by what I saw, but then I started getting fascinated by it. And I thought people's reactions to other, other, other kind people. So those who identify as like vampires, demons, etc. Yeah, I just started thinking about it and that's a short story I could write. So one Saturday afternoon, I just like started handwriting it down and yeah, we had a short story for workshop and they enjoyed it. So, so I had the piece 
Line Arounds, and a friend of mine was published in, by the New Accelerator. He told me about it. I thought, okay, give it a shot. Sent it off, and about six months later, I completely forgot about it. But they said, and this was on a very bad day I was having, so I was really happy with the news. Just you've been chosen to be published in London. Nice. So yeah, so um, yeah, that was a really good. That was a really good day for me. And um, basically. It's about three people who react very differently to this man who identifies as a demon. So he's had the body modification. So his skin's tattooed. He's had some artificial fangs put in. His tongue's been forked and his eyes have been tattooed. So yeah, just three different opinions of the same guy. And now we're writing a sequel to it. So that's, that's really interesting. And um, I think you're our first celebrity uh, (laughs) guest. Maybe. Anyway, I'll, I'll link that. I'll link yeah. that for our listeners because um, people will be interested in that. We'll jump into Terminator. So we've all watched it. Mm. I, I made yeah. Brian watch it. <laughs> I don't know if you would you will watch this if I didn't yes, ask you. To I watch was. It? I was. Yeah. It was on my list. So yeah. Okay, that's at least I don't feel guilty that <laughs> make you watch this movie. Mm. Uh, we'll get into what we thought about it, but before we do, we'll do our usual. Who am I? This episode, it's a very short one. I couldn't find a not very obvious one for Terminator. Yeah. They're, they're not that many characters. So, we see him a lot as well. Yeah. So I did a. Pretty obscure one, but let's see if you guys get it. I was a member of the United States Air Force Combat Control career field. I was selected by the Cyber Research Systems as a physical model for the artificial artificial skin of the CyberDean Systems Model 101 for the Terminators. My voice, however, was deemed to be a jovial Southern voice and was replaced by that of a CRS representative. This character appeared as a bonus feature on the DVD as well as an unlockable bonus cinematic on one of the Terminator games. Who am I? We answer that now. So we generally answer it at the end. So we, mm-hmm. we give the clues and then the audience has okay. the episode to think about it. I don't know if either of you guys... It's I, a, I wouldn't have got this. It's <laughs> Kang. No, it's not. Do you know who Kang is? No. Um, <laughs> so his default answer to All My Who Am I's is Kang, which yeah. is a time-travelling... What is he? Time-travelling Marvel villain. Basically. He's a Marvel just, villain. Yeah. He's yeah. a Marvel villain. Now I heard, yeah, I know, I know who that is, yeah. Yes. <laughs> We've never had Kang as an actual answer yet. Okay. Yeah, but anyway, <laughs> let's jump into Terminate Dark Fate. So I've got a bit of background on the movie before we jump into what our thoughts were on it. This is the sixth film in the Terminator franchise. It's the fourth direct sequel to Terminator 2 now. So every movie that's come after Terminator 2 has been a sequel mm-hmm. to Terminator 2. So they've had multiple reboots. The reason this is a little bit different to the other sequels that we got was this actually has James Cameron's involvement. So he's a producer and he was involved in the story as well. So that's why people were a bit more excited about this one than the previous ones. And James Cameron actually did say that Terminator 3, Terminator Salvation, Terminator Genesis and the TV series Sarah Connor Chronicles were all alternate timelines. Mm, yeah, I read about that one. Yeah, He did say that the same thing about Salvation when they released Salvation and the mm. same thing about Genesis when yeah. they released Genesis as well. So he just changes his story. He just changes his story every time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And this is also the first time since Terminator 2 that we have Linda Hamilton as Sarah Connor. So that was another reason people were a little bit more excited about yeah. this one. Um, it was released... On October 23rd in Europe. So it came out in Europe first, and then we got it this week, so October 31st. It's directed by Tim Miller, so he directed Deadpool. I actually thought he had directed more movies, but... No, nah, it's only yeah. Deadpool. Deadpool's the only movie he's, he's directed, yeah. apart from this one. Like we already mentioned, Linda Hamilton returns. Arnie's he's always, he's always in his movies, so he's back. The new cast, so we've got Mackenzie Davis, Talia Reyes, and Gabriel Luna. We'll talk about their characters once we get into the review. Budget-wise, what do you what do you think this sort of movie cost? About the same as Deadpool, I would think. So, yeah. and that was low budget. Yeah. So forty? Okay. No. Nah. Fifty? No. Nah. You're way off. One hundred and eighty-five million. Oh, serious? Yeah. <laughs> I thought so, it was pretty low budget. It yeah. for some reason looked it didn't look as good as it probably should have. When you say the budget, I was like. No, nah, I'm thinking hundred mil range. These sets and all that. Um, I mean, sorry. Actual Mexico City, for example, and um, when you look at the the set, the setting, and the characters, etc., you don't you see the visual effects, of course, and the minimal cast. You don't expect a big budget like one hundred and eighty five. Eighty five, yeah, yeah? one hundred eighty five million, yeah. yeah, yeah. So the budget sort of surprised me a little bit. Yeah, and like the Terminators themselves, there's a scene at the very start where you see the Terminators, like you do in Terminator Two, yeah. um, in their like robot form, mm. and they didn't look 
any better than they did in Terminator 2. Or in, in my opinion, yeah. they actually looked a bit worse. Sort of, which is it was a bit wonky. Yeah, yeah. CGI was yeah. a bit wonky. Yeah. Anyway, um, box office-wise, it's expected to do high 30s to 40 million in North America for yeah. the opening weekend. They probably might have wanted a bit more than that, but yeah. let, let's see. Story-wise, so we generally ask the guest to explain the story with no spoilers. Okay. Sorry to put you on the spot, <laughs> but what, what is the story? Okay, so... In regards to the Terminator franchise, they do sort of repeat themselves a little bit. So, a cyborg cyborg comes from the future to assassinate someone, and there's also a protector. So, in this in this case, a Rev Nine model shapeshifter who can also spoiler, but you've already seen it in the ads. He can this one can split into an exoskeleton and a liquid form. So, there's just basically two of them hunting at the same time. And they go to Mexico City to assassinate Nata- oh, Daniela Ramos, so that's Natalia Reyes. Another protector is sent, Grace. So this is the first time a w- in the film franchise, first time a woman has been sent back to do- be a protector, and she is an augmented mm. human. So we best- almost had all the combinations now because yeah. T three we had a female Terminator yeah. and a male protector. Yeah, yeah. yeah. just haven't had a girl girl yet. Yeah, no. we haven't had the. No, yeah, it's probably the next one. Yeah. yeah. So um. <laughs> Yeah, so the protector is Grace. She is augmented, so she's basically a half machine. And she's been sent to protect Danny as well. And then in the midst of us all, Danny has been, Danny has been t- found out, oh, she's going to die. She's been protected. But then Sarah, the original Sarah Connor rocks up and she just shows them how it's, how it's done. They've gone back to basics with this one, which is proven with other films that's proven successful. So like Blade Runner, Halloween. So generally Curtis came back for that one yes. and, and it did very well and it was received and really well. And Star Wars. Yeah. So we got Harrison yeah. Ford and Carrie Fisher back. So, so it's a new yeah. trend, but it's a very effective one because mm. people want to see the classics resurface. Yeah. And just on that, a lot of people are saying this is the Force Awakens of Terminator. Yeah. In a way it is. It's not I don't think it's as effective as Force Awakens was. Yeah, I mean if it result I mean Force Awakens, I mean it's Disney, so Disney's not gonna stop making movies. Yeah, just new light on the old on an old franchise and to be honest, after seeing it I'd like to see more of these characters. The new ones. Yeah. We can jump into our positives and negatives. Mm, yeah. Maybe we'll start with your positives. Look, I don't think I like this movie as much as you guys <laughs> I thought it was okay. It was, it was, like you said, it does follow the same beats as T2 quite a bit and probably T3. And, and every turn. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe not Genesis. Genesis tried to do something different. And just <laughs> what it tried wasn't good though. Yeah. <laughs> and Salvation tried to do something different as well, but the director's a dick. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it's it follows the same beats. If you like T two, then it's kind of like that. Arnie's really funny in it. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's his character's good, and he's got lots of one line zingers, yeah. which was good. Gabriel Luna's pretty good as the Terminator. The acting across the board is quite good. Like, there's no real faults in it. Mm. Other than that, though, there's nothing much else that's that's mm. that great for me. Like, the acting's good. Arnie's good, but. Yeah, everything else fell fell a bit flat. What did you think of in terms of just positives? Uh, positives, um, I agree with the acting. It's like it's nice to see Linda Hamilton back because that's what she sent shockwaves with. Yeah, too. she yeah. looked ripped as well. Yeah, she she's like a lot of um, yeah, yeah, a lot of um Hollywood actresses. They look to her when they're doing the action roles. So they like Tessa Thompson in Thor. She used that as inspiration, but then Linda Hamilton sort of gone further and like seriously she's gonna be changed helping the um women in hollywood's movement and all that so how yeah. old's linda hamilton 62 i think yeah, wow, okay. yeah. pretty good shape for 62 yeah, yeah. she like trained for a year for to get ready for this yeah. one Jeez. how old's yeah. arnie oh he's in his 60s too right? yeah late yeah. 60s yeah i wouldn't yeah. say arnie's looking in decent shape yeah, for yeah. Pretty his, good. Yeah. yeah his yeah. age as well yeah but uh yeah definitely the acting i agree with that one and um Helping to defy the stereotypes, I'd say, this movie definitely helps with that because, like, they've got almost two but mostly several prominent Latina characters and in America you see them. At the risk of sounding political, I don't want to get political, but um, they've had a lot of the ice going after immigrants and all that. This movie sort of shows they're they're worth more than what they're perceived to be by the public and that. So It's it's good to see it outside of America as well. Something happening outside of America for once. Yeah, Yeah, Even though it ends up going back to America. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I I didn't know it was set in Mexico to start off with. But, like, I'm thinking, oh, Mexico, they have not gone back to Los Angeles. Thank you. 
I'd say those are my big ones. Definitely, um, yeah. just going back to the basics, having Arnie and Linda back to back together, and um, definitely the acting. I agree with yeah. that one. Yeah. And um, yeah, change of change of settings, so Mexico and yeah, some of the action sequences are quite quite yeah. good. Yeah, um, yeah. Some of them, some of them aren't good though. Some of them aren't as good. <laughs> yeah. uh, we'll talk about them later. Mm. I thought the comedy was good. Yeah, um, that was it's that just was, Arnie yeah. though. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. mainly Arnie. But Linda, <laughs> Linda Hamilton had some. Yeah, some. Yeah. I really like yeah. potato chips. Yeah. 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 Well, for most of the movie, you're following these three characters. Yeah. So that Arnie doesn't come in for quite a bit. Yeah. Like he's used pretty sparingly in this movie. So it's mainly these three characters. Yeah. And I thought their interactions were pretty yeah. interesting. Yeah. yeah. Apart from that, you guys mentioned all the positives. Mm. I'll start with the negatives. Mm. Like you said, the story is too similar to previous yeah. Terminator yeah. movies. It's about a cyborg coming back. One wants to kill this person. One wants to protect him. Mm. We've seen it all before, and it was a bit too predictable for my liking. But then again, going along the Force Awakens line, that's what Force Awakens did. They Mm. pretty much did Star Wars A New Hope, but Mm. with a new cast. So it's sort of doing that again with this. That's all I had, and some of the action sequences weren't as good. And the CGI wasn't great at times. Spotty, spotty. I mean, like when he's shape-shifting, they could have done a a little bit extra with that one. Yeah. Yeah. It like, looked Deadpool-esque CGI-wise. And CG- Deadpool <laughs> CGI is the greatest CGI. Yeah, and that was a cheap film. It was a cheap yeah, film. Yeah. I checked it. It was $58 million budget. Yeah. I just checked it before. <laughs> so it's like nearly... Three that, times. Three times of that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. More than three times. Yeah. So, I wonder yeah, how much it didn't of that, look that much better than Deadpool. <laughs> no, and I wonder how much of that went to paying... Linda Hamilton, Arnie. I don't know how much they James get. Cameron. Yeah, did they have to pay James Cameron or did he pay them? Well, he's a producer, so I don't think yeah, he... Okay. Yeah. yeah, He gets the money from the movie. Yeah. Any negatives from, from you? They have that. They have gone back to a couple of basics, so some repeated some storylines, for example. The big reveal at the end regarding Daniela's character, I think I could definitely see that coming yeah, a lot sooner. I think, yeah. Because, like, you're just thinking, why is this woman so significant? Then they say, oh, she's having the baby. She's going to give birth to Sagi. They've done that. That's a big one. Yeah. And it's personally, I hate it when there's a sacred baby pregnancy. So just something different, please. And then you just got to think, they've mentioned a commander and they've mentioned someone's graces is very connected to Daniela. So you think she's in charge. She's definitely the one calling the shots in the future for the humans. And I could then thinking, oh, we were correct. but And how far in the future did she come yeah, from? Timelines are a bit. When, <laughs> when you look at her in the future and she's like a little girl. And you see Daddyella, and she's looks exactly the same as yeah. she does. Yeah. In it's like how long in the future is this? Yeah. When is Judgment Day? In this, in this, <laughs> yeah. Is it tomorrow? Is that when Judgment Day? Yeah. <laughs> is it happening tomorrow? Is yeah. that what's going on? Because she does explain it. She's like, it took she's, it happened in like three days or something. It just yeah. it was like a switch. Yeah. That just flicked, and then everything just went. It wasn't like Judgment Day. I think that was more gradual, like yeah. the the T2 one. Yeah, that's you're wondering when is the bomb's going to go off? Because like, yes, that's like would be very useful for the viewer in that. Yeah. <laughs> but it is a bomb's in this one, is it? It's just they starve. Yeah. yeah, And they start yeah. fighting each other. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Basically kill each other. Yeah. There's no nukes in this one. If they just revealed that soon, I probably wouldn't have had that little thing in the back of my head. Yeah. yeah I know it's what's like, why I know you guys are, Why are you guys keeping this a secret? We yeah. know what's yeah. happening. I think yeah. all yeah. the supposed twists in this movie and all the reveals, you saw them all coming. Like, it's yeah. like Prometheus. You see it all coming before it happens. <laughs> Even the Arnie, like he's the one sending the text. Yeah. You knew it was coming because yeah. he's in the trailer. Yes. He's the only character that hasn't been introduced yeah. yet. <laughs> and... You, as they roll up to the cabin, you see the cabin yeah. from the trailer. It's, oh, it's obviously Artie. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah so just predictability is the, the, this, That's the, is the fault. Yeah. Probably the big flaw. Did you have anything apart from those? Yeah, predictability. The story's not great. Mm. It's a like a 30-year-old story now. You've got to do something yeah. different with it. Yeah. But not what Salvation and Genesis did. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> something else. <laughs> something else different. Yeah, it's... It was a bit boring through the middle as well. It's, it drags yeah. in the middle. It's like a, it's like an escort mission and they just get captured at different points yeah. and then they get released and go to a different spot. Yeah. This. Well, the genre for Terminator films has always been the same. So it's sci-fi combined with a chase movie. Yeah. And they're all the same. Yeah. They've always been the same. But I think that's not interesting anymore. Yeah. It was interesting for T2 yeah. when and it was the first time they did it, but. Yeah. Like, P2 sort of did things that we'd never seen before. Like a shape-shifting robot who 
before that, I, did, I didn't even know that was happening when I first saw T2. So, yeah. so that was sort of like groundbreaking storytelling wise. You know? Yeah. But they've done it now. So yeah. it's like. And the thing with yeah. T2 is they did the role reversal. How Arnie was actually the villain in yeah. the first one. And yeah. He, yeah. Yeah. And that was very effective as well. Yeah. There's a, yeah definitely a lot of repetition nowadays. So one thing that they've taught, I've learned with my writing is like how you tell the story. So. Nowadays, people sort of want to see representation, so that's sort of where the Latinos come in. They've, and the women, they come in, they've helped change the story a little bit, but helps it resonate with people or not. In that way, it's different. So, but the underlying but story I don't think that's, is still the yeah, same. Yeah, it's yeah. good to have representation, but I don't think you can do the exact same movie yeah. and just add representation and expect it to be different. I, I don't think anyone wants to see that. Even people of Mexican descent yeah. will probably be like, I don't care if we're represented well in this. Still not a good movie. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We can do our ratings. Then we'll jump to spoilers, I guess. Mm. Um, So on this podcast, we have a special rating that we came up with. It's not very original. It's an Infinity Stone rating. (laughs) So we just work through each of the stones. So each stone has its own characteristics. Like soul is like... You feel for what is it like? You feel for the characters, and you, you yeah, it's got yeah. like emotion. I yeah, guess. it's got emotion, emotional get, depth. Emotion. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm. Time is it's well paced. Yeah, power is it's got good action. Mm. Reality is it's not too far from reality, so you can sort of see yeah, it okay. as being. You can sort of relate to it, yeah. or you can you can feel that this sort of universe can exist mm. possibly. Yeah. And space is this is the the worst one. Space is if. It's got something in space. So, um, so That's most- the best one. <laughs> did you t- did you say that time is when they have um, a flashback? Yeah. So that's, that's the way he looks. Oh like. yeah. Um, so this movie definitely gets it has time. time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but anyway, it's got flash forwards as well. Yeah. Yeah. It's got, yeah. It's got, it's got all- flashes everywhere. Yeah. It's got yeah. everything. Anyway, Soul. I don't think I wasn't personally that emotionally attached to the characters in this movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, the the end. Uh, we won't get into spoilers, but. You're meant to feel something at yeah, the end. Yeah. And I we've seen it before, so yeah. I don't really feel it. Would you agree that it doesn't mm. get sold? Yeah. Mm. Or were you a little bit more? A little bit. I was yeah. I'm thinking at the end of it, I still want to see where this goes a little bit. I mean hoping they don't call it another reboot for the next movie. So yeah. but um I definitely wanna see where Sarah Connor's gonna go from here, Daniela and all that. So yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah, that's just Maybe we'll give it half a soul stone. Yeah. Time? We'll give it yeah. time. Yeah. Firstly, I, I thought this movie was actually pretty well paced. I didn't feel that bored. I think you no. did, but I thought it was okay. Yeah, yeah. I'll go with that. Yeah, and obviously, and it's, it's called flash, flash forward. So, so. You're, you're, <laughs> you're satisfied anyway. Yeah. Power, like we said, the action sequences are good in parts, and some of them aren't as good. So maybe we'll give it a half for power. Mind. So mind is when it makes you think a bit, a little bit more thought provoking. Terminator movies maybe once upon a time were yeah. like that, but this one isn't, I don't think. Uh, no, nah, just like, yeah. The whole thing around like AI and yeah. it's been explored. Yeah. 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 So I, I don't know if this had anything else that the previous Terminator movies didn't have. Uh, I'm going to go, I'll go with you on this one. Yeah. yeah. Reality. Is it close to what we, is that what you yeah, meant by that? Yeah. Or can you see this happening? <laughs> <laughs> Well, I did see like a cleaning robot at Singapore airport. So I mean, yeah, there's definitely Skynet's going to happen at some point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, AI, AI is like much more evident yeah. these days than it was before. But there's this part when they're in a car on a dam that is not that's not real. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, they're not from space, right? No, so oh, it doesn't yeah. get space. So maybe we'll give it two and a half. Yeah. Two and a half out of six. You can also give your own rating, by the way. But we'll, we have two rating systems. So one is the one we just did. Yeah. And the other is cognitive recalibration, the name of our podcast, which is if the movie yeah. is, if we recommend the movie. Yeah. Or cognitive regression, if we, <laughs> if we do not recommend it. So do you give it a. I, yeah, probably a regression. Really? Okay. Yeah. You really didn't like this. <laughs> oh, I, I thought it was just a movie. Mm. Okay. Like it's okay, but it's not. It's a popcorn movie. Yeah, I hate I hate movies that are okay more than I hate movies that are really shit. Like I would rather watch a really really terrible movie than watch a movie that's just okay. And I think this movie's just okay. I'll give it a recalibration because I still had a good time. I had a good time with the movie, but was it necessary? Probably not. But yeah. I still had a good time while yeah. I was watching it. Uh, I'm still sort of 
You should have sent me the specifics before the podcast so I could read up on them. Um, I'm just going to go basic. We just like to put our guests on the spot. Five. I like, I'll just say out of five. Yeah. Um, I'll just give it three, maybe three and a half, one of those. Thinking it's a popcorn movie, but some it had the strength some, in some places, others it didn't. So yeah. it was three. I'll go with, I'll stick with the three. We'll jump into spoilers then. So if you haven't seen the movie and you do care about spoilers, come back to this point in the episode and you can listen to our spoilers, but... If you don't care about spoilers or you have seen the movie, then just keep listening. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does, they charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I actually have some questions that we could talk about in spoilers. Obviously, there's no definitive answers. This is a movie. But there is one answer that's correct. (laughs) (laughs) So did the fact that they killed John Connor in the first two minutes of the movie, did that impact your viewing experience? Because I know some people are really pissed off about this. (laughs) No, not really. I, I... Yeah, I, I can see it being impacting your viewing experience if you're really connected with John Connor. And I've seen some people being pissed off at it. But look, I don't think it matters. Yeah, for yeah. me, it didn't matter because yeah. we've seen so many John Connor stories now. Like, yeah. we don't need another one. So I, I was okay with it. The way he dies is a bit stupid, yeah. though. Like, this guy just rocks up on a beach. <laughs> where did he rock up? Where was where was he? He just rocks up on a beach with a shotgun. Yeah, and that's the other thing, because the T-800, that was initially sent back to kill Sarah Connor. Yeah. The second one in T-2, that was sent to protect John Connor. Yeah. So was this one reprogrammed or something? Like, it must have been. So it's definitely something they don't touch on a lot in later in the film. So in the NCC question regarding John Connor, I've never been a fan of the character. Okay, so I'm probably I'm going to. Piss so you were happy, right? Pretty much, pretty much. You enjoyed it more. I hated that kid. I hated that kid. You were on board as soon as he shotgunned him to the chest. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh. Okay, yeah. <laughs> like, I, I was never a fan of Edward Furlong in the second one. So then afterwards, it just starts going downhill from there. And I'm like, Christian Bale, what the fuck was that? <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's, I was like, I was, I, I don't have any tears for that. So, and the one in Genesis is even worse, isn't it? The one in Genesis is a bad guy. The one in Genesis st- is a Terminator. Yeah. I'm still figuring out Genesis. I don't know. <laughs> uh, I was just going to say that de aging was quite good, though, in that scene. Yeah, yeah. Linda Hamilton looked pretty good. Yeah. We, we looked at it very closely because we're like, this is some de-aging stuff. Yeah. Because we watched Gemini Man where the de-aging uh, wasn't- was okay. It was okay. Up part. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then there were some parts where it wasn't as good. This was pretty good. And Ed- Edward yeah. Fur- Furlong looked- Yeah, I'll really give him good. that. Yeah. 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 And Arnie, apparently that wasn't even him. That it was, was body double. They de-age Arnie in every one of these movies. Yeah. So they've got <laughs> yeah. it good at it over the last four movies. <laughs> yeah. In this one, I don't think he actually was, though. No. In that first scene. But th- yeah, yeah, in that first scene. But for the rest of the no, movie, I, don't, yeah. I think it's just regular Arnie. Second question. So Sarah Connor did, in fact, defeat Skynet yeah. in this movie. Well, you find out in this movie. 
Legion is this other program or yep. artificial intelligence that's come out. How is it possible that the Rev9 still has sim- a very similar exo- exoskeleton to the T800? It's just branding. It's yeah. all branding. <laughs> <laughs> it's Skynet with old branding. They yeah. needed something more poppy. They just rebranded yeah. it. That, yeah, yeah, they need something that stood out a bit more. Legion, Legion. It's, yeah. it just rolls off the tongue a it bit does. better. Yeah. <laughs> and the most important one, actually, will we ever see Arnie's T800 again? Or is this the end? Is this have they just done a uh, Han Solo to him, and he's not ever going to come back? Oh, that's that, that could probably break what they're trying to rebuild franchise wise. So yeah, he is the best part of this movie. But yeah. also, there's nothing more they can do with that character. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, if they bring him back, he would just be in the back doing zingers the whole time, which yeah. I don't mind. <laughs> I, I would actually be okay with that, but. Character-wise, there's nothing else they can do with him. And they've yeah. kind of explored everything. They've milked the cow. But people like seeing him. And yeah. Like, he's kind of the reason people come to watch these movies, I guess. So. Yeah. Anyway, we'll see what there's they do. There's this hilarious scene in this movie where... <laughs> well, we'll go through we'll, it later. We'll get to, we'll yeah. get to the, the scenes that we liked because uh, there's a couple that I like too. So, the Rev-9, I actually didn't know about this, but you explained it. Um, so, basically, there's a liquid form of the Rev-9 yep. and there's the skeleton form. Yep. and they can separate themselves because yeah. I was thinking, why doesn't why doesn't this guy, you know, why is he only becoming two? Like, yeah, why can't he become three or four? But mm-hmm. you explained it pretty well. I guess the liquid form can only exist as as a single entity. Yeah. I guess so. Yeah, yeah, and the skeletons and the scene. Yeah. So okay, so we'll be up at, up the ante if there's another sequel. They probably will try. They'll to have eat. eight of them. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Why don't they just? This is a legitimate question. Why don't they just send like? 50 Terminators back to kill this that chick. Probably, <laughs> like, that, that probably solve yeah. their problem. <laughs> yeah, why did they send one back? Just send them all back. Send eight of them. Yeah, yeah you would have thought the technology would have advanced yeah. enough for them to send more than one. Yeah, yeah. send an army back <laughs> and kill everyone. Yeah. And they were saying they can only send one back every two years, is it? Didn't he, I don't remember that. I think Linda that. Hamilton was saying she gets a text every, every two, two years. years. Yeah. yeah, And then she goes and eliminates that Terminator. Maybe it takes a long time for the system to reboot. Yeah. It's like time window- travel. It's Windows. <laughs> it's like the future technology, but they use Windows ninety five. <laughs> <laughs> so it takes a long time for it to work again. Yeah, they're on dial up. Yeah. <laughs> so there's this character called Major Dean. Do you remember this character called Major Dean? Nope. Uh, Major Dean, the guy that gets shot. Yes, that yeah. guy. <laughs> that guy. Um, so there's this guy that. Sarah Connor knows, apparently, yeah. and she's been getting weapons from him or something. So apparently, he was meant to feature a lot more in this movie, and they cut out all his scenes. He's, he's literally in, like, two scenes. He's in two scenes, and one of them gets a shot. <laughs> <laughs> but he was meant to be in it a lot more, and apparently, he was meant to play a big part in setting up for the next movie. Mm-hmm. So, apparently, he knew about, or he knew from Sarah Connor about the whole um, Skynet, Skynet yeah. and he was the only one that actually believed her. Maybe just the case the actor had commitments. I mean, it's happened before, like Fury Road, Megan Gale was supposed to have a bigger part to play, but then she had family commitments, so George Miller, okay, we'll just kill you, we'll just run you over and yeah, you can go home early, so, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, okay. Or maybe just, didn't, yeah, like you yeah. said, you didn't want to come Possibly. back for the next, next movie, maybe. Mm. This was just a, a comment that I had, something that... This, pro- this movie is probably not meant to be as deep as as this, but it's not um, a deep movie at all. Yeah, um, but basically, what I observed is that this. So Sarah Connor in the first Terminator movie, she's the most human character, yeah. and then you get Arnie's T eight hundred, who's like a killing machine. Yeah. In this movie, their roles are pretty much inverted. So Sarah's become like this. The cynic. She, she just exists to kill Terminators. Yeah. Whereas the the T eight hundred has become this family man. Yeah, and he, he's he's almost become more human. Yeah, they've reversed the, between them. Yeah, yeah, I'll give you that. Yeah. I don't know if that was intentional. Maybe it was. Um, maybe they thought in thought about this and they thought this would be a good way to end Arnie's they character. They probably did. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, that's something I observed. So Sarah Connor is basically well, her objective in life was to defeat Skynet. Yeah, and she did that. And after that, she didn't know what to do. And Arnie's, I guess this this version of the T eight hundred was. Merciful. Yeah, and his mission was to kill John Connor. Yeah. And he killed John Connor. And then after that, he didn't know what to do either. I thought they'd go back after they complete their mission. They don't don't touch on that. Or 
I remember in um, none of them ever complete that mission. Yeah. <laughs> they all suck shit. <laughs> so, so you never find out what happens. Yeah. Oh, there, there was a scene in um, Sarah Connor Chronicles. A Terminator completed its mission, but then it powered down and waited for the yeah. shit to hit the fan, and then it turns back on. So yeah, yeah. In Terminator Two, I remember this. I haven't seen this recently, but I remember Arnold goes into the lava at the end. He's done his mission, yeah. right? Yeah. So he just he just does. It was just cold. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he, after he completes his mission, he's just deactivated. So he just and this is well. You're thinking in the first movie he's fighting for Skynet, but then next movie he's fighting for the humans. So yeah, they basically put probably just put that in. Yeah, it's just it's just the difference of um who he's working for, pretty much. Terminate yourself because there's no purpose for there's no use for him after and that. Yeah. Still, a, he's saying his chip is still active, so he's still a threat, and Skynet could still happen. So yeah. The job oh, was to, the job yeah, was to right. stop Skynet. That's what he says, yeah, because he he's still active. Yeah, yeah. And He probably should have stuck around, though, because the guy came and just shot him <laughs> shot for that <laughs> point <Yeah>. blank. You <laughs> <laughs> probably could have stopped that. Yeah. <laughs> we can talk about some of our favourite scenes or scenes that we didn't enjoy in particular. You, you were going to say something before, so. <laughs> There's um, a scene where um, Artie's explaining to Danny about... Drapes? About <laughs> drapes, yeah. <laughs> and he's like... He's like, they want to put uh, monotone drapes in a child's room. In a child's room. And I said, do <laughs> not do it. It's <laughs> <laughs> it just a random scene, but it was yeah. hilarious because they're just waiting for this Terminator to show up. <laughs> and that's what he's talking about. And then when they meet the major guy, he's like, oh, is this your bodyguard? And he's like, I do drapes. <laughs> <laughs> that saved the movie. <laughs> he did have some Arnie, good Arnie had like 15 to 20 minutes in this movie mm-hmm. and... In that time, 90% of it was just one-line zingers. Yeah. <laughs> they missed an opportunity, though, because he, he did drapes, right? When he was killing the, the Rev-9 at the end, he should have gone, this is curtains. <laughs> <laughs> that would have that yeah. worked, yeah. That would have been like Batman and Robin. Yeah. <laughs> In the 90s, that would have worked. That would have yeah. worked, they- yeah. They refrain from that this time. I did like the scene, the action sequence. You see it in the trailers on the um the, in the Mexican yeah bridge. when when Sarah Connor turns up yeah yeah yeah, yeah um mm. that was pretty good yeah. yeah I like the part where he breaks the term she breaks the Terminator's leg. It's in the factory. Yeah. yeah, it's in the trailer as well. We haven't spoken too much about Grace and her character. She was cool. Yeah, yeah. she was all right. Yeah, she got the job done. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's an augmented yeah. human. Yeah, she's not a Terminator. Yeah. And she dies as well. Yeah. I thought they would have. All of them die. All the, if you come back from the future, you got to die. Yeah. <laughs> There's no way. It's it's an <laughs> unwritten rule. You're actually right. Everyone that came from the future died. So yeah. only the people within that time, yeah. like Sarah Connor and yeah. Danny, they both lived. Uh, I'm going to go with the um, definitely the drapes. I think that's the scene going to save the movie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, one scene and the scene on the bridge that so Sarah Connor rocks up. She's got a rocket launcher. Yeah. Yeah. And like, yeah, she'll be back. Um, <laughs> oh, one, yes. She has one line. Yeah, yeah. She, yeah. Someone's got to use that line. Although, no, they didn't really, they didn't really use the come with me if you want to live line. Oh, no. I think, um, what's that chick's name? Grace. Grace. Yeah. Oh, she says she's it. a fragment, yeah. but you got to use the whole thing. She said something. She says, come with me or you're going to die in the next 30 seconds. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. But still, it's like, yeah. it, doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't work unless you say it like a Terminator. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say it with emotion. <laughs> but um, one one scene that really comes to me was um when Daniela finally steps up and like yeah she's she's one firing the gun she's beating up the Terminator she's stabbing it in the eye and all that so yeah. that's that's one that really stuck with me. Yeah, yeah. You, you're talking about someone who was a big fan of Buffy, so yes, yeah, this, this, oh, yeah. this that's where this is coming from. <laughs> I was just going to mention another of Andy's lines. Oh yeah, he's he's mentioning he talks about how he meets his family and he's like he's talking about how his wife likes him mm. and one of the things he says is like and i'm really funny yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um i thought that was really funny yeah i mean i always said the movie so yeah. yeah yeah some of the action was wonky like you said the damn scene the, dam- the damn <laughs> car scene is weird yeah. also it's very dark you can't see anything yeah, yeah a lot of the action yeah. was in the dark i think yeah. it would have been more effective yeah something that i'm yeah. like i Set, um, action scenes in the dark, like, yeah, it's really annoying. Like, yeah, because you can't say anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. example, yeah. exactly. So, um, yeah, just... Dark. I don't know why they do it, because... It's easy to CGI, yeah. but... Yeah, CGI, yeah, yeah. yeah but... But yeah. saying that, that it's a hundred eighty-five that also, million budget. Come on, guys, you can do it. That was it. also like a stupid scene. How these two humans in a car go down into a dam, yeah, and they're stuck at the bottom of the dam. 
and then they use a parachute. Use a parachute, grapes. and then <laughs> grapes. Yeah, and they use grapes, and then they just swim to the top of the dam. There's, there's I, I don't know a lot about dams, but I'm pretty I, sure there's yeah, like um, a lot of current. And definitely, was, yeah, definitely. I, I was a swim teacher, so yeah, there's definitely I can see a current. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm pretty sure they would get crushed by it. I don't know. It's, yeah, yeah, and all of them survive that. So yeah. like, yeah, yeah, Hollywood. <laughs> Well, there's a couple of fan service moments in this movie. So, again, they're trying to do like what Force Awakens did. There's a scene where Arnie's about to put on the sunnies and they have the, the music and mm. all that and he doesn't put them on. But yeah. Because it's too dark outside. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, he wouldn't be able to yeah. see. Yeah, yeah. He knew that the lighting wouldn't be good at the dance. Yeah. He read the script. Yeah. <laughs> but overall, I thought... I, I thought it was okay. I didn't mind this movie. I liked Arnie's parts, but other yeah. than that, I didn't like much mm. else. I probably wouldn't watch it again, but yeah, it's definitely the best movie since Terminator 2. But yeah. saying that, you don't need to be that good to be better than Yeah, you. like yeah. most of them are bad, but mm-hmm. I thought it was better than all the ones that came afterwards. Did you like any of the previous ones? Um, Genesis. No, no, I'm still figuring that shit out. Um, Salvation. Before I became very critical and all that, long time ago, Rise of Machines, it was okay. I didn't mind it. Rise of Machines actually has a good ending. It's got one of the best endings. Yeah. Because they don't stop Judgment Day. It's got the twist ending. I'm trying to remember that movie. I I remember liking that movie as well. Yeah. But when it came out, we were still... Pretty young. Yeah, we were, we, before yeah. we were judgmental and yeah, all that. Yeah. Um, but Judgment Day, they do everything and they don't stop Judgment Day. So it still happens. Yeah. Salvation. I didn't mind that one because like, it was just changed. They didn't do time travel. They just sent everything to Skynet, to the future. And that's something that I want to see a bit more of, to be honest. But so, they did do it well. Yeah. Yeah, no. Yeah, and Christian Bale was bullshit. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Sam Worthington. Uh, yeah, he's. He could have. He said he was a little good, but like Christian Bell, what the fuck was this shit? Yeah. <laughs> you shit, you shattered that lighting technician for nothing. <laughs> oh, I just laugh about that. Like whenever I get bored, I watch that YouTube video. <laughs> it's on YouTube. Yeah, I like, did not know that. The, the audio is. Yeah, uh, not the. Well, I don't think. I don't think the there video. is a video. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, the audio is on there. That came out before the press interviews with yeah. all the cast. Yeah. So everyone was asking Christian Bale about that interview. It was like, obviously he was like very apologetic and stuff. Yeah. But then you realize his final performance, that was shit, mate. What the hell? <laughs> and that was back when he was that uh, popular. Yeah. Early Batman and all yeah. that. So. They've had multiple attempts at this franchise. I think, yeah. this, I think this is the best one they've yeah. done since then. I just want to mention bringing back older actors to yeah. reprise their roles many, many years later. Jurassic World is doing that. Yeah, they're bringing them back the yeah. original story. Yeah, yeah. yeah Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters is doing yeah. it too. It's yeah. the trend. Mm, I'm not a massive fan of it. <laughs> they should just be making new stuff, yeah. not rebooting old stuff and then yes. bringing back characters. Some of it's good, yeah. but I don't know. It's going to get stale pretty soon. Yeah, It's mm. going to be like that Disney where they do the dark retelling of... <laughs> of or they're Disney. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Have you seen Maleficent? I saw the first one, I think, uh, Zara, but then at the end you see it, she's sort of dressed like a dominatrix. This is a kid's movie. Yeah. <laughs> this is not right. <laughs> I haven't seen a sequel, but like, yeah, it's yeah. like the first one thinking, why are you dressed as a dominatrix? <laughs> yeah, I haven't seen a sequel. So I was meant to watch the sequel. For and you're never going to watch it again. Never going to watch it. Yeah. <laughs> never watched it. <laughs> Have you seen Joker? Yes, I did see Joker. It's yeah. like, I didn't see it opening weekend. It was like over in Singapore and Malaysia. So I come back. First thing I do is like go see Joker. It's like, yep, no, I, I enjoyed it. It's just, it's a different type of, I mean, Joker is the one character you have to get right. Cause like Heath Ledger did it. Jack Nicholson did it. Jack Ledger did it. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like, but, um, yeah, just it, it was definitely its own movie and I like a bit of, um, grittiness. There's no, there's actually no visual effects in this thing at all. No. So. But um, yes, yes, it passed, it passed the by test. So yeah, and it's doing really well. It's actually yeah. after the Marvel and Disney movies this year, it's the highest yeah. grossing movie. Yeah, and I, yeah. I called my friends in America, like New Jersey, and New York. I said, "Go to those steps, dance them in my place." Yeah. Get there. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a couple of questions for you. Okay, I'm going to put you on the spot again afterwards. <laughs> but um, first, we'll do the Who Am I, and we'll see if you guys guess the answer. <laughs> so I'll give you the clues again. I was a member of the United States Air Force's Command Control Career Field. I was selected by Cyber Research Systems as a physical model for the artificial skin of the Cyberdyne Systems Model 101 for the Terminators. My voice, however, was deemed to be jovial as it was a southern voice and was replaced by that of a CRS representative. 
This character appeared as a bonus feature on the DVD as well as an unlockable bonus cinematic on one of the Terminator games. Who am I? Do you know who it is? I got no idea. <laughs> I don't know the name. No one knows the name. That's ridiculous <laughs> that you expect <laughs> us to like know the, the name. Good for you with the Terminator. So yeah, yeah, it's like the. It's it's not even canon. It's like a behind the scenes. You have to be. The, yeah. I'm a, I'm a, not not a gamer, so I don't know. I don't know the case. <laughs> yeah, it's it's just Arnie in this video where he's a. I think he's a sergeant, and he's got this like ridiculous southern accent, <laughs> which is not him. And they base the Terminator off him. That's right. Yeah, yeah so he's Sergeant something. I don't yeah, know. this character's yeah. name is Sergeant William Candy, and like you said, um, <laughs> yeah. he was played by. So this was actually meant to be in Terminator 3, uh, Rise of the Machines, but they cut out the scene. So it was in the DVD, and then they added it to the game Terminator 3, The Redemption. Yeah, I definitely played that. Yeah, definitely. It was it's a, my favorite game. It was a cut scene, it was a cut scene in, that, um, in that game. And you know who they replaced his voice with? So who replaced... Whose so, voice that is? Yeah. I have no idea, but it's a candy-ass voice. Yeah, so they replaced that. So the Southern voice, I don't know who that was, but the Terminator voice that they end up using in that scene is Samuel L. Jackson's voice. Oh, okay. So yeah, they actually yeah. got Samuel L. Jackson for that. It's a very expensive cutscene. He would make a good Terminator, though. <laughs> he would, actually. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Motherfucker everywhere. So. <laughs> <laughs> and th- this was R-rated, so they can obviously... Do what they need to. Yeah, do, yeah. do whatever they wanted to. They did swear a lot. They did. Yeah. yeah. I think that was, it was already just for the swearing because it wasn't that violent. Nah. There was a bit of blood here and there, but it wasn't like. Yeah. Like good fights in that, but like, yeah. Yeah, definitely the swears. We usually ask three questions of the guest yeah. um, when they come on. Nothing too difficult. Um, is this Terminator related or something? No, it's just general. Oh, okay. So this, this podcast is, um, we set it up to talk about superhero yeah. movies, comics. Stuff like that. Yeah. So it's going to be related to that. So first question is, who's your favorite superhero? Ah, shit. (laughs) Oh, you definitely put me on the spot here. I'm going to go, because she cracked me up so much in the movie, I'm going to go with Okoye. Oh, yeah? Of the Dora Milaje. Or I'm saying that wrong, whatever. But yeah, yeah, Okoye of Black Panther. Okay, yeah. Yeah. I would have never expected that. (laughs) (laughs) I'm thinking, no, yeah, she's definitely taking a lot of boxes right now. Yeah, yeah. Does she have superpowers? No, she's just got a spear. Yeah. No, that's a good, that's yeah. a good one. Yeah. So you just put me on a spot there. It's, yeah. This requires a lot of thoughts. Yeah, now we always do this too, to I guess. If you ask me yeah. Marvel or DC, I'll definitely go with Marvel because, like, yeah, just, yeah. Marvel. You like Marvel? Yeah. yeah, I'm a Marvel person, so yeah. yeah. But um, the actual, just the superhero itself, like, damn it. Yeah. yeah. Follow-on question, who's your favorite supervillain? Villain? Okay, um, we'll go Joker. Yeah, I mean, I know I said Marvel and not DC, but like, seriously, Joker, you cannot go wrong with a freaking Joker. He's one of my favorites. Yeah, it's like, I'm writing the villain. I definitely go back to Joker if I wanted. Some villains have motivation, others just want to cause chaos. And like, I like the chaotic ones because you don't know what to expect from yourself when you're writing one now. I think before Infinity War, it was probably Joker for me as well. What is your favorite superhero movie? Mm, That is a good one. I'm going to go with Captain Marvel. Okay. And, uh, and I like Race on Buffy and all that, so I like female protagonists and that. But, like, just watching it, just, you see something new. Well, something that's been done, but done very well. Plus, Carol's fucking hilarious and all that. And then you got Samuel Jackson and Talos and all that. So I'm going to go go with Captain Marvel. I took my friend to see it the second time, and she was like, oh, she's getting everything wrong, like... Getting her Marvel and DC superheroes mixed up. No, 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 no. It's not Batman Shazam. is Marvel, dear. Batman uh, is the DC. Just yeah. <laughs> like just taking my friend to see it. She's like, she enjoyed it. She's she got on board with it, and I sent her a list of all the Marvel movies. You got to watch all these now. You can start with Carol and go go with all the others. Yeah. Actually, and that, that movie is a prequel to most yeah, of the movies. Yeah, so, but, yeah. Yeah. So I mean, you, people would say Captain America. Captain America originally, but then Captain Marvel, that's what the one you start with. Yeah. I will change my answer to my favorite superhero. I'm going to go with Captain America because, like, he's pretty much, he's got anti-hero thrown through him because, like, he will do the wrong thing to do the right thing. You just get fed up with clean-cut superheroes and all that. Then you, just see, you see Steve in Infinity War thinking, ah, oh, shit, you just live, you live under a bridge, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll take this. Like, he could definitely play a bad guy, Chris Evans, and obviously in a shockwave at some point, because, like, yeah. Yeah. I'll definitely say Captain America for the superhero. I mean, I love a Koye, but, like, Cap, seriously. Yeah. Who doesn't like Cap? Yeah. yeah. Last question. This is not one I planned, but I thought I'd ask you anyway. What movie are you most looking forward to in the future? Doesn't have to be a superhero movie? Can be anything. 
Again, you should have sent these questions. Ahead of time. <laughs> what about a superhero movie? Because we're getting Black Widow yeah. next year. I'm gonna actually. I will say Black Widow because I'm very eager to see if they're going to comic book the hell out of it and just find a way for Scarlett Johansson to come back. We know what happened in Endgame. It was actually pretty surprising, to be honest, when I saw it. But yeah, there's got to be sacrifice. Spoiler, yes. But um, I'm eager to see if they do it go where the clones or alternate reality for to bring her back because it's doesn't feel right to not have her there then you got that scene in endgame with all the female avengers come together thinking where is natasha yeah where and is she's she? the original she's yeah. in the original Avengers. yeah and like there was yeah. a lot of uproar about her getting killed off and not having the proper funeral scene and that just the feminists were not happy which is understandable but um i'm very eager to see if they find a way to bring her back yes. or at least a different version of her because i think that would give the act Scarlett Johansson a bit of you just get done playing the same person for years and years you want someone different so it might just give her an opportunity to flex her wings and all that I think we have a couple of theories on what might happen in that movie yeah. but yeah yeah Kang because <laughs> <laughs> there's a there's Kang I don't know he might be in it but there's a there's another character who's also like trained with it yeah who could be a potential Black Widow replacement is um Florence Pugh her yeah. character yeah. yes yeah. um Yelena Below, yeah, below, yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's a review for another day. Yeah, maybe we'll get you back. For I'm that happy one. to come back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> next year, yeah. Um, April next year, I think. So yeah. I should be, yeah, I should, yeah, be alive by then. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, thanks for coming on. It was really good to have. Firstly, a celebrity writer. Um, Just don't say celebrities. <laughs> and the way you think is very different to the way we think as well. Yeah. So it was good to get someone different on. Okay. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. yeah. And it was good to meet you after many, many years as well. 19 years. It wasn't long, so yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That wraps up the episode for us. If people want to get in touch with us, how do they go about it? So we've got our email at cognitiverecalibrationpodcast at gmail.com. You can send us a tweet at C-Recalibration or hit us up on Facebook and Instagram at Cognitive Recalibration. And we're on all podcasting platforms now. If you do like this content, do consider giving us a review on iTunes because Mm. that makes us more discoverable on search engines. And if you have um, any friends that are also interested in this sort of stuff, um, do tell them about the podcast. That's it. Next episode is the 50th episode. We're still considering what we're going to do for it. We have a surprise in store, but let's, let's see what happens. But till the next one, thanks for listening and see you later. See ya. Cheers. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.